Hello, my name is Nicole Van Gelder, and I want to welcome you to Choosing Happily Ever After, a podcast that focuses on values and practical tools that will help you to create a home and life filled with peace, joy, and confidence so that you can make your very own happily ever after with no fairy godmothers required. my last podcast, if you didn't listen to it, I shared a story about a piece of broken furniture. (laughs) My husband and I had ordered a piece of furniture and it was supposed to arrive by May and it did not. And we finally got it a couple weeks ago. And when it arrived at our home, it was broken. My husband had the wisdom to not want to accept a piece of furniture that we had paid for and waited all this time for, not accepted if it was broken, whereas I probably would have just accepted it because the process had been so long. And so I shared in my last podcast how that caused me to consider other areas in my life where I was just accepting things in a state that they were not intended to be in. I tell the story better in my last podcast, by the way, so if you didn't listen to it, you should. (laughs) But I have an update about this piece of furniture. The furniture was actually re-delivered and guess what? It was the exact same piece of furniture. It had not even been fixed or anything. It was still broken. (laughs) They just re-delivered the same piece of furniture without even trying to fix it. My husband very kindly did contact them and just explained the situation and that we weren't really interested in having this piece of furniture start out broken in our home. And they told him very kindly that they would actually get us a new piece of furniture. You know, it's just a small piece on one of the doors that's broken. And so we had just said, hey, could we just get a new door? Or what could we do here? And they said, you know what we're going to do for you? We are going to let you keep the piece of furniture that's in your home right now. And you can use it until a brand new piece is delivered to you in October. But so keep this one, feel free to completely use it as much as you want. And in October, we will deliver you a brand new piece. Well, I think that this is perfectly fitting with life. Now, I'm going to tell you when I first saw that they re-delivered the broken piece, I wasn't super thrilled with the decision that the furniture company had made. And then again, it was, uh, do we just live with it? It's not that broken. It's not that big of a deal. Do we return it entirely? Do we make a noisy fuss about it? What do we do? And then hearing that they're going to let us keep it and they're going to bring us a new one is awesome and amazing and wonderful. And at the same time, it's a process. It means we're going to have this piece of furniture that is just going to be temporary and then to go through the process of the new one and do we trust that the new one's going to be in better condition and so on and so forth and those thoughts <laughs> i think are perfect because life is a process not just the thoughts are perfect but this experience is perfect it's a perfect little example of what larger life is like because very rarely does something go from broken to whole immediately usually there's a process to it And that's, I think, the hardest part. Like, that's what makes life tricky. Because I think most of us would be up for an immediate healing, even if it was painful. If we knew 
if we went through this thing in this moment, it was going to lead us to an amazing breakthrough on the other side. I feel like if there was a guarantee and if it was a quick process that most of us would be willing to dive in, to take the plunge, to go through that painful moment in order to get to the other side. But the process of life often feels discouraging because it isn't quick, because there's no guarantee, because when you're in the process, you normally discover other parts that need to be addressed, other things, other parts of the process that you didn't realize existed before, (laughs) and it's discouraging. And it's discouraging because you begin to see a different reality and you set your hopes on something and you get excited about something, but yet you're not actually there yet. And it can be daunting to try to go from where you are to what you see. Does anyone else find it easy to grow discouraged in the in-between time? (laughs) I hate the in-between time. I love the new beginnings. I love the fresh starts. I love the happily ever afters but I don't enjoy the in-between time most of it. But here's the rub. It's the in-between time that actually determines the ending. If you don't go through the in-between time, if you quit, then you don't actually get to the ending that you see or that you want or even that you're supposed to have. Like the way you handle the in-between time is so important because it is what determines where you end up. So for the next several podcasts, I'm actually going to be talking about things that help us in the midst of the journey. Our keys to having peace and joy and patience and the ability to stay the course so that you don't abort the process and cut yourself off from the happily ever after. I'm going to start today by talking about the importance of faith. And I don't mean faith in God, although that is utmost importance. And obviously it can't be separated from anything that we do, but I mean faith in ending can will be. Everything actually starts with if I believe this can be possible. You know, I recently watched an interview with someone who has been very successful in the music business. And he was talking about how even when he was very young, he set his sights on what was possible. He saw someone else performing and he said, I have a pretty good voice. If this person can do this, then why can't that be me? I think I should be able to have success just like this person. And they began to direct their life towards success. And he, in this interview, said, you know, this is what I attribute my success to, is that I saw that it was possible. And once I saw that it was possible, I began to move everything in my life, and my life began to move in a direction to actually make it possible. And I think that's true. I think that faith is where things start. Hebrews 11 is the halls of faith. It's the heroes of faith, Christian faith. Obviously not all of them. (laughs) But when you're talking about Old Testament heroes, especially, this chapter talks about so many of them and their lives are so inspiring. Hebrews 11 verses 13 through 16 in the NLT version. And this is what it says. All of these people died still believing what God had promised them. They did not receive what was promised, but they saw it all from a distance and they welcomed it. They agreed that they were foreigners and nomads here on earth. Obviously, people who say such things are looking forward to a country they can call their own. If they had longed for the country they came from, all of these people died still believing what God had promised them. 
They did not receive what was promised, but they saw it all from a distance and welcomed it. They agreed that they were foreigners and nomads here on earth. Obviously, people who say such things are looking forward to a country they can call their own. If they had longed for the country they came from, they could have gone back. But they were looking for a better place, a heavenly homeland. That is why God is not ashamed to be called their God, for he has prepared a city for them. This text about people who are having faith specifically for what God promised and keeping their eyes on those promises and on a heavenly perspective, which is what, by the way, we should do too with our lives and how we should live. But it's amazing to me, this passage, because it's talking about how people died still believing what God had promised and they had not received it, but they saw it from a distance and they welcomed it. And this is a success. You know, success is not always just the way something ends, but the success is in how you live, what you are aiming for, what you are believing in, what you are putting your energy and your thoughts and your beliefs to. And these people believed what God had said. They saw something more than they experienced and they were living their lives towards that end. And that is such an important lesson because I think we're all supposed to live that way. You know, there are some things in your life that you are supposed to apprehend here, right now. You know, you're in the journey and you're going to reach it and you're going to reach the goal. You're going to accomplish the dream. And then you're going to have to go on and you're going to make new goals and new dreams. And there are other ones that are bigger than us. They're not just about us individually, but they're about what the Lord is doing here in the earth and what he's going to be doing in the next generation And it's important for us to participate in those things too, because we have a part to play in all of it. But the point I want to talk about today is that they saw from a distance and welcomed something that wasn't a reality. And then in verse 15, it says, if they had longed for the country they came from, they could have gone back. It is so important to hear what I'm saying here, because having... (laughs) vision for something in such a way that you live for it. That's what determines where you're going to end up because it's so easy to look back and to go back there. If you have hope in something and it doesn't happen quickly, it's easy to grow discouraged and to lose hope and to look back from where you came from And to start going back to that place instead of continuing on in the journey. You know, losing vision for the future is the same as not having faith for it. And this is when we go back to where we came from. But here's the kicker is that when we go back to where we came from, we're actually worse off than we were before. And that's because we will find that we no longer really fit there. We've tasted of something different. Our hopes have been raised towards something more. And so when we end up going backwards, it's worse than it was when we were there originally because we're out of place. We're unhappy. We know that there's something more. So instead, what we need to do is we need to keep our eyes on what's ahead. We need to stir our faith and we need to strengthen ourselves. And we need to be like the people in this chapter who see something from a distance and welcome it. And live our lives aimed in that direction, about aimed towards what's coming, not aimed towards where we came from. So there are a couple of silly in some regards, or at least they might feel silly, but they're really effective tips in how you keep your eyes focused and you keep your faith up 
towards the future. The first one is declare out what you see, declare out what you're dreaming about. You know, actually take the time to try to put to words the thing that you're hoping for, the thing that you see off in the distance. Do this verbally aloud. Do it in your journal. Do it with trusted friends. You need to begin to declare out the things that you see. They don't have to be big things. Maybe they are. I don't know. Maybe you have dreams, <laughs> visions of conquering the world, which by the way, I don't really recommend, but you know, whatever it is, maybe it's something small and the small things are just as important because the small things are what make up the big things. And if you can't accomplish the small thing, how are you ever going to accomplish the big things? So maybe you're starting with something small. Maybe it's about a connection in your family. Maybe it's something about your marriage. Maybe it's something in your work life. Maybe it's having regular family dinners. Maybe I don't know where you're at. I don't know where you came from or where you're trying to go. But start out by actually declaring it. Process it out. Figure it out. Where is it that you're trying to end up? What is the next step? What is 10 steps down the road? Begin to figure that out and to declare it. And then find company and people who are growing and moving forward. Now, this doesn't mean that if you have family and friends that aren't growing, that aren't moving forward, that are perfectly content where they are, that you should abandon them. It certainly doesn't mean that you're better than them in some way and that you need to begin, you know, trying to prod them to change. Like, that's not what I'm talking about. But it is hard to move forward without others who are moving forward around you as well. Movement inspires movement. So find people that are moving and be encouraged. Now, this doesn't mean that the people that you're encouraged by have to be moving in the exact same direction as you, but they should be going not contrary (laughs) to the direction you're going. Like that is, you don't have to be going after the exact same goals, but you should have the same probably loose value system. But be around people who are doing things well, who are inspired, who are moving forward, who have vision for their life. Because when you're around that, you're going to find that it, that it sparks something in you and you f- will find that you want to get moving too. So find people that are moving and be encouraged by them. Now, this means in your personal life, in your friendships, but it can also be from afar. It can be podcasts. It can be books. It can be little videos on YouTube. We have all this technology that can be so damaging in our world, but how about if we use it for good? And we actually use it to be inspired, to propel our lives forward. You know, there are people who came from very humble circumstances and moved into amazing, great circumstances. That is always inspiring to me, that the people who don't allow obstacles or lack to dictate what their life becomes. It's so encouraging and strengthening to find stories like that. So do that. Find people that are moving and be encouraged. And then the last tip is to remember how far you've come. Now, this isn't the same as moving back to where you were. It doesn't mean that you're looking back with longing, (laughs) you know, that you're giving up on moving forward and going back. But it means that you're aware and thankful of where you came from. There are going to be things in your life that you have overcome. There's going to be circumstances that are difficult and you made it through alive. (laughs) You know, maybe you didn't thrive in it, but you still came through it on the other side. And I'm guessing you learned a thing or two. Like, it's amazing now 
how if you had to go through that same thing, you would probably be better equipped to handle it. It wouldn't be so difficult. It wouldn't be so daunting. That's because as you went through it the first time, you grew muscles, you grew stronger, you grew perspective, you grew values, you grew understanding, like something in you changed. You grew to overcome the obstacle or the circumstance. And so if you had to go through it again, maybe you don't want to go through it again, but you could and you could do it better than you did it the first time. You know, when you we remember things like that, it inspires progress in us because when we remember and celebrate what we went through, some of the things that we went through that felt difficult aren't even going to feel difficult anymore. It's no big deal. Like, yeah, I could do that in my sleep. Like, I that wouldn't even cause me any anxiousness or stress anymore. But at the time it did. Well, remember that because the thing in front of you that's an obstacle right now that feels so difficult, that's causing you anxiousness, that's causing you stress that you don't know how to get over or around, it's going to grow in you the muscles that you're going to need down the road. Like remember where you came from, celebrate your progress, because as you do, you're going to find inspiration to go through the work of growing new muscles in the process that's in front of you right now. You know, the Lord was faithful to you in the past, and he will continue to be faithful to you. You just have to meditate on that. You have to celebrate it. You have to remember because it will add strength to you. It will give you a boost to your faith. It will help you to keep going, to not quit. So life is a journey. It's messy, but it's beautiful. We are not supposed to live in brokenness. We were created for wholeness. And sometimes that wholeness comes to us in a moment. God touches us. He heals us. Something that was broken no longer is. We have a new understanding. Our mindset is fixed, is healed. But a lot of times it's a process. So whatever process is in your life right now, I just want to encourage you. Your process isn't the end. Your process is just how you get there. And you will get there if only you don't quit. So take some time this week and regather your strength for faith in where you're supposed to be. Dream, create some goals, begin to declare what you're seeing. Don't don't set your goals or your dreams, by the way, on limitations or lack. Think about where you're trying to get to. And let's just start with that. There's lots of steps in between here and there, but be encouraged because the journey is the part of the process and it's the part that will determine where you end up. So wherever you are today, I just want to declare blessing and strength and vision over you. May you find people that will encourage you and may you celebrate and remember the Lord's faithfulness in your life. Remember where you've come from and celebrate all that has brought you to this point, knowing with confidence that in a year you're going to be celebrating overcoming everything that's in front of you right now in two years and three years like that's the process of life be encouraged next week we're going to be talking about other keys to enjoying the process the journey of life and we have at least three more weeks of this so i hope that you'll come back and join me look forward to having you with me next week um in the meantime you can always find me on social media or at NicoleVanGelder.com and joyfulhome.org.